Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Of the podcast, I have actually been putting this off, recording this one for a few weeks because... Oh my God, I just could not get a topic together that I was really excited about. Usually podcasts come super easy to me and I smash them out in like a day and I get eight recorded and everything's just flowing, but I have not been feeling the flow the past few weeks until like 6.30 this morning, I'm sitting in my bed like just, and I had this stuff that I needed to say. I had this stuff that I needed to say. So I wrote an Instagram post about it. And then of course, because algorithm drama, like not even a hundred people got to see it. So I'm like, you know what? This is good. This is good. And this for likes, it needs to be said. So we're going to record a podcast about it. And I don't even know what to call this. I really don't. Um, because it kind of like intertwines into a few different things, but this is what we're going to speak on. We're going to speak on the fact that I see a lot of coaches and a lot of gurus and a lot of celebrity entrepreneurs and really just, just high ticket coaches out there flogging the idea that you have to take these massive, scary, stressful financial leaps of faith in order to succeed. Um, And I just, I want to speak on that because I hear it so often and sometimes it is the right message for some people, but it is the exception. It is not the rule. You know, just say you've started a little business at home making homemade body scrubs And you're told by every entrepreneurial book that you read that you need to invest $70,000 in a high-level Tony Robbins mastermind, but you're selling $11 body scrubs. It's a little bit different. Like if you are selling $80,000 consulting packages for 12-month retainers, yeah, investing that type of money in a business like in personal development and as a startup is a viable option. But the thing is they're out there marketing this high-ticket option to everyone as the only solution for success, that if you are not going to take this leap, if you're not going to invest in yourself and give me this celebrity entrepreneur or this massive coach $60,000 today, then you're a piece of shit. And you just don't need that. You do not need those leaps of faith to succeed. And I like, you do need to back yourself. You do need to invest in your business, but I want you to make an informed choice. I want you to come back to the right decision for you and the right time to make that decision. Because if you're selling $11 body scrubs and someone wants to charge you $8,000 for marketing, chances are you've got a little bit of bootlegging first. You know, you've got to make sure you can sell a hundred body scrubs before you start investing in Facebook ads and things like that. So I just want to clarify some things, right? So you've got these coaches flogging the idea that you have to take these huge, scary, stressful financial leaps, right? They tell you that, you know, and I've heard this, I've heard this so many times, sell your home. So if you're really serious about this, sell your home. Can you rent somewhere cheaper so that you've got money to invest in your business? Invest every cent in your savings. 
invest every cent. And they're like kind of backing this information on like, if you're completely broke, that will push you and force you to succeed. They give this advice of like, oh my God, like I had to live on my grandma's couch for two years while I hustled. And it's like, yeah, dude, that was fine. You were single and 24 and had no debt to your name, right? I'm a mum of three with a fucking mortgage and medication I got to buy for my kids is a little bit different. I can't just say like, hey, grandma, can I crash for the next two years while I build my business? I have heard this so many times on both calls with coaches and from clients who end up coming to me for business coaching that they've been told to max out their credit cards on 20, 30, $50,000 retreat weekends, that that's what they need to grow their business. Here's the thing though. Yes, you can do all of that. If you are the personality type, if you are in a situation where that inspires you, if that type of big risk action lights a fucking fire under you and it propels you forward in a really soul in line inspired way, that's great. And the thing is, for some people, that is what it takes. I speak about this in my wealth personality profile breakdown. There's four different personality types at a minimum. Everyone has a combination of all of them, but four different personality types in them. And if you tell a wealthy winner who's very comfortable with taking big risks to invest 20 grand in coaching and that'll see their business grow, they feel very comfortable doing that. That's a totally normal decision. Whereas if you tell a peacekeeping personality type or an analyst personality type to invest $50,000 in coaching and it'll move their business forward, For them, that is not an aligned choice. That's not compatible with their personality, right? And yes, we've got to take risks in business. But the thing is, they're they're selling this idea that that's the fix all to every single person and every single problem and every single business. And it's just not the case, right? So if that inspires you, if that type of massive action actually lights a fire under you and moves you forward and you're really excited about it and you have success, that's fucking great. That's awesome. I'm guaranteeing you're either a winner or enthusiast personality type. But if it doesn't, this is the thing. If it doesn't, if it stresses you out, if it shifts you from, you know, oh, I'm excited about this investment too. Actually, I'm so overwhelmed and I'm so scared. And what the fuck have I done? And desperation and panic and neediness. And it shifts you into a sense of survival because you've obviously just invested way, way, way beyond your capacity. And it doesn't reflect your personality type that enjoys and and thrives in that type of risk. Then it's probably not the right choice. And I'm going to be super honest here. Often it's not the right choice for me. I have made large coaching decisions in the past before and they always put me into a place of scarcity and put me in a place of desperation and there was you know I made decisions and I got clients but I was doing things that were in disalignment to my actual core values and so it ended up not being a good thing I learned lots of lessons from it but these days when I work with a coach I always want to stretch myself I always want to invest a little bit more than I'm like technically comfortable with because that's how you grow but I would never go and hand someone a hundred k to work with them right now. It's just not a choice that I would make, right? I want you to know that from me. (laughs) As you like hear like two businesses and she runs her own thing and she's quite successful, like I'm still not even at that point where it's the right choice for me. So most coaches and mentors don't wanna talk about the fact that different personalities types make decisions in different ways as well. This is the whole thing where sales call mentality got really toxic for quite a few years. And I feel like we might be coming out of it now. 
um, where it was like you get someone on the phone and you don't let them off until you have their credit card details. And what this just basically bulldozes is the fact that people process and make decisions in different ways. There's this whole mentality around like if a woman says on the phone, well, I need to just make sure that's okay with my husband. And you're taught from this toxic sales perspective to say like, you know, you don't need him, you make this decision, you know, well, why do you need your husband's permission? And just like totally bulldoze the person who's trying to have a healthy relationship and talking about big investments with their partner who's obviously involved in that transaction. And so that's something we need to talk about as well because different personality types process information and also make decisions in different ways. Like I said, a wealthy winner personality type is super comfortable with big risk. I'm a wealthy winner personality type. I am comfortable with big risks and big investments. It just feels normal for me. Sometimes I make the, like, I feel totally comfortable making the investment. And then I check with my accountant and it's like, oh, no, no, you're not ready for that yet. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I know in myself, like mentally I'm ready for it. Whereas I've got people like my mother, she's amazing. She's an analyst personality type. So she might take six years to make a decision, right? So what this kind of like get them on a phone and don't let them leave until you've got their credit card details does is just completely dismisses that there's any other way to process and make a choice. And I know from past experience, because yeah, I honestly did this in the start of my business because I didn't know any different. It was what I was taught by a coach, by a toxic coach. And yes, I made a lot of money in a month, but did all those customers stay? Did they all have the best experience? Were they my best dream clients? Did they make an informed decision that they felt totally ready and super aligned with? No, right? So most coaches and mentors don't want to talk about this because they don't really want to acknowledge that people have different personalities, that they have different wealth ideals, different blueprints around wealth, different backgrounds, different income levels, and different goals as well. They just want to tell you to like, take the fucking leap, bitch. And if you don't, you're chicken shit. Because if they keep it in that attitude, it's easy for them to put it all back on you. And this is the thing where they step out of taking accountability and they don't take responsibility for this manipulative tactic. You know, they'll start to objection handle. Oh my God, I, I cannot even explain how much I hate objection handling. It's the worst thing ever, right? And I'm so glad because I don't do it anymore. When people want to come with me and they have a couple of questions, I'll answer their questions, but in no way do I try to manipulate them or start telling them that basically I can fix everything and they're a piece of shit without me, right? That's so wrong. But these coaches, they will tell you that you're letting fear win if you don't invest right now. They'll tell you that you're chicken. Oh, chicken, chicken. They'll tell you that you're self-sabotaging. Like you're holding yourself back by not investing and giving your credit card details right now. They will tell you that you're not brave enough, that you just need to be brave. Well, if you want to play with the big girls, this is what you have to do and like put your big panties on and, and give me your credit card information, right? But the truth is, are you being honest with yourself? And this is where I'm in this I'm in this place now where I'm totally my power to say to a coach, uh, no, I'm not making that decision because I don't see the value there. Or no, I don't make, I'm not making that decision because I don't have the time to commit to this right now. There is no like, and I won't let them bulldoze me, but I understand that there's people out there who are not at that point yet, who haven't been through that kind of dark night of realizing they've been toxically manipulated by a coach. And so what I try to encourage with everything in my business is really informed decisions and being completely honest with yourself. I actually turned down a design client last month um, which is a really exciting project for me and I would have loved to be involved. But as we started talking more and more about the project, I realized she didn't actually need her design work redone. 
Her design work was good enough. She didn't actually need, you know, a, a secondary logo or a fourth logo or a sixth logo that she thought she did. She just needed to actually go out there and sell her product. Um, so I wasn't going to take her on as a client because I knew she actually, she didn't need to invest in a program that she, or invest in coaching or invest in design work that she didn't actually need. That was a film of self-sabotage. So I told her like, you know what, we're not going to work together yet. I want you to go out and do this and, and go crush it and go speak to your accountant and figure some things out and then come back to me when you are ready for that next level, if you are, right? So what I really want to encourage people, and this is the thing, she wasn't being honest with herself. She thought the problem was in design. The problem was not in design. The problem was in her confidence and actually getting out there and doing it and booking her retailers and getting her wholesale stuff into stores. So anyway, the point is, are you being honest with yourself? So when you are speaking with a coach, a mentor, a strategist, anyone really, in terms of growing your business, I really want you to just think about, are you trusting your soul? your heart and your guidance has this kind of prompt to reach out to someone or to book a call or inquire or purchase something, a program, a course, mentorship, membership, whatever it is, has it come from within you? And ask yourself, are you being called to this because you know it's the right next step for you? Or are you stuck in FOMO? Is your friend doing it so you feel like you need to do it too? Is there a calendar or a countdown clock on the enrollments and you feel like you have to do it right now? Is there some bonus or discount code that's like, like having you hovering over the button, but you're really like, am I, do, am I wanting, do I really want this? Is this the right step for me? Or am I doing it just because it's $100 cheaper right now? Or am I doing it just because my friend did it? Or am I doing it because she said she's closing this program forever uh, next week and we all know she's going to open up in six months again? And then ask yourself, are you investing in every program and spending the money, which I get for some of us, that's really exciting and that's what we do. But are you doing that and not actioning the learning? Are you just subscribing to every membership and every course? And are you on every single webinar available to you? But where's the time to actually implement the strategy? Where's the time to do the personal development? Where's the time to grow and action what you're learning? This is the thing I think, and this is really potent for the enthusiast personality type because we're very attracted to the next shiny thing, right? Um, and so we're constantly hopping from one shiny thing to the next shiny thing, thinking this is the thing that's going to fix everything. This is the secret. And what it can really mean is that we just have a lot of half finished projects or a lot of things we've watched the webinar on, but we haven't actually actioned any of the things that said, right? So I want you to ask yourself, are you investing in every program, spending the money, but are you not actioning, actioning any of the learning? Just have a think about that as well. The last one is kind of like, are you genuinely scared to push out of your comfort zone a little bit so you can stretch and grow? I think it's an important one to ask because there's there's the comfort, there's your comfort zone, there's the uncomfortable zone, and then there's the terror zone. So I imagine it's kind of like three circles with the comfort zone in the middle, a little bit bigger circle for the uncomfortable zone, and then the terror zone. And so what can happen if you sit in your comfort zone, you don't grow. We know that. Like that's been proven a million times over. If you stretch into uncomfortableness, and I mean uncomfortableness, like, oh, this is going to be tricky. What does my daughter say? The bear hunt. We can't go over it. We can't go under it. We've got to go through it. You kind of get into this place where things are different and things are changing. But we know if same, same equals same, we've got to do something different if we want changes. And that different can be uncomfortable. What happens, though, is it pushes further into the terror zone. Oh, my God, I have to take a break because my husband called. So you've got comfort zone, you've got terror zone. When you push yourself so far out of your comfort zone that you actually enter terror zone, that is when you, 
like start to freak the fuck out. That is when everything feels desperate and scary and you're needy and you come from a place of like scarcity and your business becomes this thing you like have to do because if you don't, you're going to fail and you owe this coach or this money and you have to grow and it has to happen and I've depleted all my savings and I'm sleeping on my grandma's couch and it has to happen. And what is that? And you can probably just hear it through the recording that I'm doing right now. That energy is so fucking gross. That energy is so desperate and it is literally a repellent to success. It repels people. It repels clients. It repels opportunities. And it just makes you completely, it it gives everyone the ick, right? And so if you're just radiating that ick energy out because you're so fucking desperate because you've moved so far out of your comfort zone that you're terrified, nothing's going to work. So those little questions, I'm going to put this all in the show notes as well. I kind of think this is a good place to come back to whenever you are thinking about investing something in your business. Ask yourself these four questions and then at least you're going to know. You're going to be radically honest with yourself. Please know there is no right or wrong answer to these questions and you will never receive any judgment from me. This is, I think, the thing, point I want to make as well. Like when I get on a sales call, with, and I never call it a sales call. It's not a sales call. There is zero sales tactic. It's just literally a, a coffee chat over Zoom to, to see if our vibe fit, to talk a little bit about your goals and for me to make sure that I can actually help. Because I'm not above like saying, no, I don't think I can help you or I think you should see this coach instead who has a bit of different strategy style for me. You know, I really wanna make sure that we're a good fit. So when I do that type of thing, like there is no right or wrong answer. You're not gonna get judged, but I do encourage you to always be honest with yourself. So always take a few deep breaths and clear your energy when you're thinking about this investment to actually hear the message your heart is trying to tell you. That answer is only inside you, and I can't know that, but here's what I can tell you. Normally you are ready for it, and you can handle it, and I promise you will love it. It, It's time that you really tap into that unlimited flow of abundance that is your birthright. You got this. But if you're feeling pressured to do something, you have my full permission to tell whatever coach or mentor, whoever that is, to uh, get fucked. <laughs> Politely and respectfully get fucked. You're better off putting that energy somewhere else. Anyway, that's my little brain dump for today. I hope you guys have got some value out of it. I would love to hear your thoughts on this and how you make aligned choices for your business. And if there's any kind of experiences or revelations that you've had around that, I think it's a topic that needs to be talked about more because we all go into that coach or that mentor or that marketing agency's site and we see all the fucking amazing testimonials and people who have made like so much money with one week of working with them. But that's not everyone. You know, that's not everyone. We see this highlight reel and sometimes we make choices based on the highlight reel. And I think we need to make choices really on what is aligned to us, our goals, our personality type. Yes, our budget, like always extend yourself over your budget a little bit because that like pushes your growth. But I think, you know, if you're making $400 a month, investing and giving someone 40,000 of that to coach you is, we've just got to have a little bit of perspective. We're going to make smarter decisions. We got to see through the bullshit of online coaching, mentoring, and celebrity entrepreneurship because you're better than that, I'm better than that, and together we can hopefully make everyone do better.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mums Manifesting Wealth podcast series by Shiny Gates and Team Sexy Selfish. Please leave a like, comment, review and share and don't forget to subscribe. The more you share, the more people we can impact and the more awesome free content I can create for you all. If you're wondering where to go next or have some feedback for this episode, you can hit me up on Instagram at sexy underscore selfish or visit our website www.sexyselfish.com. We've got heaps of freebies there for you guys to check out as well. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day.